I know I will. I've definitely put on some pounds. I'm as heavy as, as I've been. And I'm a little nervous about this. I'm, I'm, I'm as heavy as I've been in a long time. And I'm going to Universal Studios next week. And there's some rides there that I really want to ride. Velocicoaster, super excited oh, about this. Right, but from what I've heard, people with thick thighs have a hard time on Velocicoaster. Really? <laughs> and I have thick thighs, babe. You don't have thick thighs. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Welcome back and welcome new friends to the Easy Dizit Podcast. This week we are talking about Universal Studios Orlando. That sounds correct. That is the correct intro. I'm Justin, a hyper nerd travel planner and well, just a universally cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't think I have anything to top that, so I'm just going to introduce myself. As Autumn, a new Disney slash Universal enthusiast. Oh. I have yet to, to attend Universal, though, yeah. so I guess I, I'm i jumping the gun a little bit on that yeah. one. Yeah, you might hate it. I think, I'm not sure you'd love it. I'm not sure you'd love it. Uh, and we'll talk about I, why. Well, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about an aspect of it that I know I love. So here <laughs> on Easy Dizit, we share ideas on staying happy and healthy in the parks. And we have some fun while we do it. Today, we're like I mentioned, we're talking Universal Studios. I'm heading to Universal Studios next weekend. I kind yeah. of blows my mind. Tell us about this guy. So we have three tips from a nerd, where which will be around Universal Parks. Yeah. We have some mailbag. We have some trivia that Autumn will be doing. That's my segment. We have some news. And then at the end, we have, hey, easy does it, where we're going to read a one-star review, this time around Universal Studios, and try and use the, the information from that one-star review that we got from the internet, combined with some of our information, our travel planning information, and some of our, you know, the strategies that we use to make our vacations happy and healthy yeah. and see if we can't help you the listener our good friends out there kind of avoid some of the mistakes that this Ex this one star reviewer made exactly yeah we're learning from each other's pain but before that we've got friendly transition banter with autumn he, ins he insists <laughs> he's very adamant about continuing to call it that this is friendly transition banter Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How friendly is that? I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing well. It feels nice to be and interesting to be doing this with our daughter awake. Yes. So two things. We are on Wisdom app, right? So people yeah. may call in and we'll add that as a segment later in the show. The question for Wisdom and the question for our listeners, please email in, is what free and unsuspected surprises have happened to you on vacation. Mm, yeah. Free and unexpected. Yeah. So yeah, write us in easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. So you mentioned that you think you might like Universal Studios. Why do you think you might like Universal Studios? Well, many years ago when Justin and I were very young professionals, we went to visit his mom who's in Florida. Oh yeah. And we did the Universal City Walk. Um, we didn't have a lot of money, so we didn't no. go into the parks at all. And in fact, I think a lot of the conversation was like dreaming about what it might be to be inside because it seemed really cool at night. Yeah. And um, we had to make sure we got there after six so we didn't have to pay for parking. Yeah. That's where we were. Yeah. yeah. I also, there's some things there that I that I am excited about that I do want to see, mainly the Transformers. Yeah. I'm forgetting the other thing, but just where it looks like really unreal. Like it looks Disney quality. Oh, yeah. Excellent in regards to the theming. Yeah. So when we went that night, we went and we just went dancing. We went to this club. I think it's called The Vibe or something like that. Yeah. So they they just closed down The Vibe because that's where they're going to put the new escape rooms. Well, I'm t okay. So escape rooms are cool, but that was a really nice. That was I like cool that. Night. Yeah. That was a yeah. So in that, I guess that I was actually going to bring that up as one of our like unexpected, exciting. Like that night ended up being way much yeah. more fun than I thought it was going to be. We got in for free too. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. So that was a night like I have, you know, I, I often go back to and have like images of in my mind that I remember. Yeah. We just danced all night. We danced for hours. Mm -hmm. And there was only like eight people in there. So it was kind of weird. But, <laughs> but the music, yeah, the music, music was, was good. playing. Yeah. And I remember that was the first. So I love dancing. It's like I've been and I've been a dancer my whole life. And it was one of the first times. Justin, the man across from me, your very podcast host, danced and said, "Look, oh. you turned around and looked at me, and you said, uh, you said something to the effect of like, wow, like, I don't think I've ever seen you that happy, and you could have like.'" kept going for hours like it was very clear <laughs> oh, i don't remember it like that but okay <laughs> that's, that's great yeah 
All right, so that was great friendly transition banter. Thank you, Autumn. Mm -hmm. So we'll, let's start off with mailbag, actually. So we okay. got we got a piece of mail here because it's it's on topic with our question of the week here. Mm. What free and unsuspected surprises have happened to you? Mm. So we got an email. This is actually in response to the last question of like exciting things that have happened to you in line. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so this comes in from Ed, ready? In 2008, myself and my girlfriend at the time went on a Walt Disney World trip during the quote, year of a million dreams. That's oh, how I think they said it in the commercial. Oh. So, which we had no idea about when we booked the trip. We were in line at Hollywood Studios to ride Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, and we heard a group ahead of us in line in the next room losing their minds. My girlfriend said something along the line of, I wonder what that's all about. And my natural response was just that the cast members must be trying to pump up the group before getting on the ride. Next thing we know. Oh, I know what he's gonna say. Do you? Yes. Next thing we know, when we're in that same room, a cast member comes in with the same excitement and announces that everyone is receiving a dream fast pass for the day at the park. Does that mean a fast pass to anything? It means, so yeah. So I didn't know there was an actual opportunity to be given such a thing, right. let alone assume that it might be at the right place at the right time to earn something like that. They handed out these lanyards with a plastic card that had a bunch of little plastic tabs that you could use at each major ride in the park to skip right to the front of the line for the day. It was what? a very cool perk and a nice special moment for an already amazing trip. So I have never even heard of that. Yes. Is that's a thing that exists. And it's happened a couple times. And this actually happened to my travel party in 2005 too. But so what Ed's talking about here is it's it's basically a plastic lanyard and little chits or little tabs. This hmm. is back when there was paper fast paths. And instead oh my of gosh. going to get this paper fast pass, you just walk right up to Tower of Terror and just hand them, break off the tab, hand it to them and you walk right onto the fast pass line. Wow, yeah. how cool is that? It was so cool. And to just be in line, like nothing happened that they were trying to remediate, you would just- No, it's just a surprise. So this is a part of the year of a million dreams at the Walt Disney Resort. Oh. But I forgot what the promotion was in 2005, something similar. But yeah, we were coming off, I believe it was the Haunted Mansion pretty early in the morning and the whole party got them and they, uh, they took our picture and all that stuff. So, and then Ed, uh, he went in and, and actually sent in the picture, which I wish I had a picture of or saved. Yeah. This Dream Fast Pass is pretty cool. Do you want to see it, Autumn? Yeah. Oh, and I'll post this story. in the show notes, too. So, oh, that's awesome. Look at that. It looks like he used all the tabs. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. Oh, yeah. You're using all those tabs. All right. So, oh, that's real. Yeah. Talk about, I mean, that's. And that's like, I think that falls into both line and something free and amazing that happened to you. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I'm wondering if that is, if something like that is something that they still do. Yeah, I haven't heard any, they haven't done anything like this time. in a while. Yeah, not in a long time. Hmm. Yep, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, like what free surprise things. I don't know, they usually do this on like off celebration years, right? So it's not the 25th anniversary, it's not the 30th anniversary, but they need to celebrate something. They make, they have these like promotions. The year uh, of a million dreams. dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny that you happen to also experience this though. Yeah. Yeah, no, no yeah, that's that was like, great in 2005, yeah. So thank you so much, Ed, for writing in. If anyone else has anything they'd like to share out like that regarding a free and unsuspect surprise, unsuspected surprises that happened to them while they were in the parks or otherwise, please, easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that, that was a great way to start it, I think. Something so positive. Yeah. All right, Autumn. What do you want to do next? Should we go into trivia? Trivia. Let's do trivia. Say trivia. Because I've been... I've been holding on to this trivia. I found some of this over the last two weeks. Yeah. And then we were very sick last week. So yeah. we we did not talk. We ran another great segment. What's the name of the segment? Strolling the Kingdom. That's it. With Justin and Tommy from the Cheesy Mouse podcast. Mm -hmm. So we're glad to be uh, we're glad to be back this week. We're back, baby. So in A Stumps J for our new listeners, this is a segment where I work very hard every week to find trivia on things related to Disney, <laughs> Universal, etc anything that I can find that relates to those areas and try to basically put Justin's knowledge to the test. Let's try. And see how well he does. Mm. So, I like every week you highlight how hard you work on this trivia. <laughs> well, as a woman, my the amount of work I put in often is, 
I've overlooked. Not, That's yeah, right. yeah, it's true. It's true. This is true. This is true. true. So you're the hardest working trivia podcast. I'm probably. Yeah. I'd be willing to put myself. <laughs> All right, like co-facilitator. There you go. <laughs> okay. So so this week's theme, I like to do these in themes now, is universal. Oh, cool. That's the show theme. That yes, that worked out very well. All right, you ready for the first one, Justin? I'm ready to go. Okay. What year has did Universal City Walk open? Universal City Walk, what year? So I imagine this was around the time that Islands of Adventure opened. I'm gonna say, and okay, so the Universal Studios, I think opened in the early 90s, like a year after MGM at Disney World opened. And I think, I'm gonna guess, I think that was 93, it's around 93. And I think Islands of Adventure was like 99, so I'm gonna say City Walk in 1999. How'd I do? But you, <laughs> this is tough. So you said you said the correct year, but you didn't oh. say it as the answer. Okay, then I guess I got it wrong then. <laughs> Do you know what it year it is? It must have happened much earlier than I thought, 1993. It's 1993. Wow. Yeah. May of 1993, designed by John Jardy. So Walk actually opened before Islands of Adventure did? Yeah. Oh, okay, they just opened it That's, along with the park. Yeah, okay. right? But I did, that was, I would have assumed it was much later. Yeah. All right, are you ready for number two, Justin? I'm ready. Okay. So... The question here is, what is one of the best parts of Universal City Walk? Well, that's a very subjective trivia it question. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. All right, let me reframe that. Let me reframe that. Uh, no. If, I... Okay. Okay. What is, what can you do at Universal that's free? I just want to say you are the hardest working <laughs> trivia writer in the business. <laughs> Okay. I know, I'm like fumbling on this one. I'm sorry. What Normally I have you, the idea. What can you do at Universal City Walk that is free? I, is that what you, or Universal? Universal is what I said. Like Universal Studios? The Universal, anything that's considered a part of Universal. Okay. <laughs> you are allowed to breathe oxygen for free. Um, that's really it. Just the oxygen. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's all I, I mean. Can you do at Universal that's free? That's like included in the price of admission, you mean? You're thinking too, you're asking too many questions. Well, you can visit City Walk for free. Ding, ding, ding. But. And I know we talked about this. Parking yes. costs $27. That's the caveat with this. Exactly. Yeah. So it, you have to park. This is, this is, you want to park there after 6 p.m. That's right. Yeah. If you, you get there before, before 6 p.m., it's $27 right now. That's correct. Yep. That's correct. $27. But a free. And Justin, do you want to talk a little bit about what City Walk is? Because I didn't know and a lot of people might not know like what it is or what's there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So City Walk is kind of like Universal's answer to downtown Disney or Disney Springs. It is a collection of retail shops, restaurants and some clubs, enter clubs some entertainment venues. There's a movie theater there. And yeah, you can access it, you can walk around, you can do some shopping. And what's cool about it, or what's interesting about it, is you have to walk through it to get to the parks. <laughs> you yeah. have to, it's like the gift shop. It is the gift shop. You have to <laughs> enter and exit through the gift shop. But it's a lot of walking, it is which I didn't realize for Universal. It, it adds a lot of walking between the parking lot and getting to the gate, for sure. Yeah. Mm, very pretty, I might add, at night. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I've only been at night, really. Oh, it was like light when we arrived, but mm -hmm. uh, early evening, but it is really, it was really quite beautiful. Yeah. All right, Justin, are you ready for number three? For, for the, third <laughs> the third trivia period. entry. Okay, I'm ready to go. So you're probably familiar with Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. I am familiar with this, yeah. Okay. What was the original name of Universal's Halloween Horror Nights? The original name for Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Ooh. I really have no clue, so I'm gonna guess. Oh. Universal, spooky time, scare your pants off, extravaganza. <laughs> spooky time, scare your pants off. I like. I want that, Is that right? name. That's incorrect. Do you want another guess? I don't think I'm gonna do any better than that. I think that's okay. as close as I'm gonna get. So the original name was Universal Studios Fright Nights. Oh, Fright Nights. And that's when it opened in what year? Say 96. 91. 91. Oh. This was the year I was born. Oh. So this has been around for a very long time. And so, yeah, so that was, a, it was originally known as Universal Studios Fright Nights. And the next year, it was a three-day event. And then the next year, they changed it. And it has since been Halloween Horror Nights. 
Got it. Yeah, and it goes on for a good period a of time. Good period of time. We were at a party <laughs> with some people that live down there in Florida that are big Parks fans. Yeah. And they were talking about, you know, loving this and just knowing people that went every single weekend to mm. Halloween Horror Nights. This is definitely something I want to check out. Mm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. So that's it. I just did three this week. That's fine. Thank yeah. you for those three great Universal Studios Orlando trivia yeah. items. And again, Justin, I thought it was really timely since Justin's going to be headed down there. Next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. What are we going to do for the show? We have that. We have the lost was, episode recorded. We could that. put that up. What is that lost episode? That's it's, what I don't know what it it's is. It's just an episode we recorded and I edited and we just never put up because it was like a week behind. Yeah. yeah. So we could just, it was going to be like episode 56. Last episode. Maybe Dar and I will do, we'll record something. Our daughter Darwin, you're going to yeah. do a, a, an episode of her? <laughs> yeah. Well, an abbreviated episode. Okay. I don't think she she can hang for an hour. But Is Darwin going to do the editing too? or I'll do the editing. You'll do the editing. Yeah, we'll leave it to the dog. All right. That was the trivia. Are you ready for three tips from a nerd? Three tips from a nerd. Universal Studios edition. <laughs> You want a stinger? You want a little... You need a little when you say that, I think. Yeah, we had a listener, Sean, actually make that suggestion as well. He thinks we need some some intro for the segments, and maybe mm. some stinger music. So Yeah, the three tips for a nerd, I think. I, the stuff needs to be there. If anyone out there is good with that type of thing, you know, put in your submissions. Yes. And we will gladly... Send you a sticker. Yes, <laughs> and, and accept your whatever you uh, help you want to give us. If you have any audio stinger suggestions, easy visit podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. All right, three tips from a nerd, Universal Studios edition. All right, so on three tips from a nerd, I give three tips around a subject. The first tip to save money, the second tip to avoid hassle, and the third tip to have more fun. So let's start with the save money tip. And for Universal Studios, honestly, I mean, we could just start with the fact that going to Universal is much cheaper than going to Disney. Much cheaper, like thousands of dollars in any trip. <laughs> and and I should clarify, this relates to if you're if we're talking about lodging, because the day ticket price is about the same. Correct. But with lodging, especially if you have a bigger family, a family of five, you're going to save a ton by staying at one of Universal Resorts compared to staying at a Disney Resort. And then just one more kind of saving money tip. If you're into the Express Pass and you're going for more than three days, it's really because the Express Pass, that's the that's Universal's skip to the front of the line product. And mm -hmm. instead of paying $20 like Genie Plus and, you know, selecting one ride at a time, you basically there's two versions. There's the Express Pass, which lets you ride any of the Express Pass rides once, or the Unlimited, which lets you repeat the rides. Okay. It's pretty expensive. It ranges from like ninety to two hundred and eighty dollars a day, depending oh, on when you go. Oh, so that that right, that is more. Than that adds price. up. But if you want that every day, buy the combo ticket. And if you're going for at least day three days and you want it every day, buy the combo ticket. It's much cheaper than buying it every day. But can I just pause and say that that's awesome that there's a ticket that lets you go to the front Unlimited? Yeah. First. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's expensive, but that's, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. And Disney does not have an offering like that. No. Right? That's something to highlight a difference. Like that's yeah. not an option at all at Disney. <laughs> nope. Nope. So you this isn't really necessary during less busy periods of the year, but during busier periods, the the Express Pass is really useful. And another thing, if you have a big party, you might want to compare the price of just staying at one of their premier resorts with buying mm. the Express Passes, because that comes included. You stay at one of the premier resorts that a unlimited express pass comes included. Is Have you done any of the math on that? So yeah, it's a very individualistic. It depends what time of year you're going. Okay. So definitely if this is, I can help with that math comparison. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know which deal is the better deal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So if you have questions, definitely I ask can, Justin because he has spreadsheets on this stuff. I have spreadsheets on it and I'd be willing to book that travel for you. <laughs> Easy visit podcast at gmail.com. All right. Ready for the second tip to avoid hassle. Yes. So again, on express passes, they are expensive, but they're effortless. Like in terms of comparing mm -hmm. this again to Genie Plus, where you have to make selections and be ready at different times, this is, there's zero hassle with the express pass. You just get in the express pass line. Yeah. And then if you want to avoid all the hassle, the VIP tours at Universal are actually a lot cheaper than VIP tours <gasps> at Disney. I want to hear about these. Yeah, and they also include breakfast, backstage access, and Express Unlimited for the rest of your day. So, what? 
Okay, how much is a VIP tour? In Once again, depends on what time of year you're going. And there's different levels, like in terms of private or with people you don't know. So yeah, if you want more info on pricing, easy does a podcast yeah. at gmail.com, but a lot less hassle. A lot less hassle. A lot less hassle. That's cool. Well, and I love that you can do VIP for, like you were saying, some like backstage things, not just like, you know, getting you to a front of a line or walking you mm -hmm. to where, you know, where you're trying to go next. But it sounds like you have an opportunity to get a personal or individualized experience seeing some things that you wouldn't typically see. That's true. That's Speaking true. Speaking of which, that actually brings us to my third tip from a nerd ah. for having more fun. So there are actually in... Universal Orlando and Islands of Adventure, both of the Universal Parks, there are behind the scenes tours. They're subject to availability, but they're completely free. Mm. They're Now they're at the different rides, different attractions. You can go up to them and you the, you ask the, uh, they don't call them cast members, you ask the, the person working at the front of the ride about is there, a, is there a ride tour or is there a behind the scenes tour available? And they'll let you know right then. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm pretty it's excited It's not like about so this. hidden, you know? That's well, great. Yeah, it is hidden. Well. Universal doesn't advertise this at all. There's no signage for oh. this. You have to know and you have to ask. Oh, so, interesting. So for our listeners out there, I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions yeah. here where there, are, where there are some behind the scenes tours. So at Men in Black Alien Attack, it's called the Immigration Tour. Oh. It includes like a pre-show, the pre-show room where the, there's aliens, they bring you into that pre-show room and you get close to the the alien audio animatronics. That's cool. How cool is that? You can sit cool. down in like the agents. That's something. I'm a huge Men in Black fan. Need to see that ride. For Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon, it's called the Studio Tour. You get to take a peek at the ride's control room, which okay. I think is cool. Yeah. For Revenge of the Mummy, it's called the Production Tour. You get to see the maintenance area where you'll okay. see the trains, the, the, the roller coaster trains pass overhead. Oh, that's cool. So you're like that's getting cool. into like parts of the ride where you don't typically get to go. Right. And it'll be like they bring you with like a tour guide that'll explain different things. It might be Easter eggs or just how the ride works. The oh. Incredible Hulk has the Gamma Tour where you learn about the Marvel Easter eggs in the line queue. Oh, cool. Jurassic Park Discovery Center has the Nursery Tour. You go inside the Raptor Hatchery and get an up-close look at the props used in the films. Oh, that's cool. So they're there. And the last one is the skull for Skull Island Reign of Kong. It's called the Temple Tour. Oh. And that'll they'll give you like technical details about the ride vehicles, the Easter eggs in the line again. And sometimes with this one and some of the other ones, you get to skip the line. Oh, really? So at the end of the tour, they'll You're put you on the ride. Oh, that's cool. So a, a good suggestion here is if you do ride Men in Black Alien Attack and then afterwards ask about the tour, you might get to ride it twice. Twice. That's yeah. awesome. And, and those are all ones that are free. Those are These are all completely free. All they free? do not charge for those. Are there any that you do have to pay for, like special? Yes, there are VIP tours that you can purchase, but Got they're it. not specific ride VIP tours. Got yeah. it. Oh, that's yeah. really awesome. So I'm really excited to check these out next week. I'm, I'm going to try. Yeah, you, you have to. But you, so, <laughs> right? I'm totally going you to. You definitely have to do the Men in Black. That's my one request demand. Okay, okay, absolutely. <laughs> As your wife. <laughs> Here's the thing, they're subject to availability and I'm going by myself. So are they really gonna say like, okay, here's a cast member and it's just you and this cast member, you're gonna do this tour? Or am yeah, I gonna have to like find other people, other people and be like, hey, you guys wanna see, go on a tour with me, a stranger? I assume there's other people that ask. Yeah, but we'd have yeah. to ask it like the same time. Yeah. I ask about it. I'm sure. I'm gonna I give it a like... shot. I'm gonna uh, listen. I've got no shame. Yeah. I definitely want to check out these tours. I just have a feeling that as a single person, it might be less likely I get it. We'll see. I'll report back. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just excited that there's free tours because that's an aspect of Disney I would like to begin to do. Mm. Is like, but all of that, you know, those are typically things that cost money and you yeah. have to access them very differently. Yeah, like the Keys to the Kingdom tour. That's something I'd love to check out. Yeah, and there's so many even along like Animal Kingdom, like other tours that mm -hmm. you can do in terms of getting to know the staff that care for the wildlife, and yeah, that would be really awesome. All right, so that was three tips from a nerd. Next up is highly suspect headlines. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. So highly suspect headlines. That's how we do news here on the Easy Dizzy Podcast. Tis. I'm gonna read Autumn some headlines, and she's gonna tell whether they are true or false. Yeah, Simple and I feel like that. I'm fifty-fifty at this. I, we haven't kept data, which is 
typically a very Justin thing to do. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I've got corrected when I haven't, but I'm gonna just take a, a guess. Then I feel like overall I'm like 50-50. Yeah, we'll have to look Maybe at those 60, numbers. 40. We'll have to look at those numbers. All right. <laughs> so before we get into highly suspect in lines, which is kind of a joke segment, I do we'll just have some regular sad news. So Robbie Coltrane, the actor that plays Hagrid, he passed away a few weeks ago, and we, we didn't really? get a chance to talk about it. But yeah, he did. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So for all this, the you know oh, Harry wow. Potter fans out there, I know he. Oh, that's really. He's sad. like a big character to a lot of people. Yeah. Right? No pun intended. He's also a very large character, but I yes. think he means a lot to a lot of people. So. Oh Sorry. wow! Yeah. yeah, I can't. I'm actually surprised I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and I I can't imagine how that might that must feel for all those that worked with him, like the cast, because mm-hmm. that was like their life. For yeah. I mean. I imagine you go close to a person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, you know, that's hard. That's really hard. So well, at Hagrid's motorbike adventure in Universal, they actually laid flowers at his cabin on that ride. So oh, I thought that was good. sweet. That is sweet. I'm glad that they recognized him. All right. So let's get into our highly suspect headlines. Okay. Autumn, you have to tell me if these are true or false or not. I'm, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do my best. Headline number one. Cast members rationing paper cups at Club Cool in Epcot. Stop rationing paper cup. Why would they do this? Well, they almost shut down, and then they came back. They were shut down for a while, yeah. They were, yeah, yeah. But they're rationing paper cups. I wonder if that means like, can you read it again? Yeah. Cast members rationing paper cups at Club Cool in Epcot. Hmm. Well, they're not going to want people to reuse cups because of COVID and germs. So this would mean that. Maybe they're they're handing them out. Mm-hmm. This is tough. I'm gonna say it's true. This is true. Yeah. So on October 18th, they started. They had a cast member at the door and just giving one cup per person. Oh. Yeah, one cup per person. Oh. Yeah. So they only want you to try one soda. No, I... you just keep refilling it. You oh, I was a gonna say every I thought, time. I think don't, that's crazy. But I thought that was like. Listen. We're gonna try to be clean, and we don't want something that you put your mouth on to go under. People are very wasteful at Club Cool. I feel like people use way too many paper cups. And I like I, last time we were there, honestly, I felt like I just saw cups literally like people were going so fast. They were like kind of being thrown. Yeah. And yeah. Break. Like, boom. Next soda. <laughs> boom. Next soda. People were like, check not. And they wouldn't leave either. Like, can you go like leave so other someone else can come yeah. in and get soda? They need to They're work like, on the flow. At I, they, they need to work on the flow for sure. I think it can be a more efficient flow. Yeah. And I was like, I want to try it. Get in and try this one. Yeah. And then, no, but people would just like stay there, fill their cup, drink it. And yeah. not move out of the way. I'm more of a like, okay, I'll have two cups. I'm going to try two at a time. And I'll step back and try them. And I'll sip them and taste yes. them. And then I'll go back to the machine. Justin is very aware when we're out of spacing and people. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I don't say I'm like, I don't think I'm unaware, but I'm not as aware as he is. So, yeah, so this is a silly story, but I thought it was really interesting. It, they just ran out of cups, basically. They were running out of cups. But oh. by October 20th, don't worry, everybody, they restocked with unbranded non-Coca-Cola cups. So they got some <laughs> they got some regular cups in there. Everyone can have as many cups as they want. And I'm sure by now the, the Coca-Cola cups are back. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so, but also, were they busier than they anticipated? Because I think it's probably just a supply chain thing. Like they just ran uh, out of cups. Yeah. Because I'm like, typically it's a slower time of year. So for them to run out, yeah, Would this is not sense? this is not news. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is just a silly thing that happened, but it did happen. <laughs> All right, ready for the second one? I love Club Cool, so I appreciate it, Justin. Yeah, Thank you. it's important here. Second headline: Disney is adding body cameras to characters to improve guest experience and cast member safety. That's a little weird. I don't see how. I mean, I I see how it could Im- impact cast member safety if people are being inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't quite. Guest experience. I guess. Well, training. You could, oh, you could monitor interactions and target training. Interesting. You know, in the last two times we went to parks, we did notice people watching certain cast members, both when we were at Disney oh, yeah. and when we were at Busch Gardens, actually. Yeah, that's that was right. Interesting. That's right. There was like someone mon- like watching them and it looked like taking notes on yeah, the performance. It was yeah. The Sesame Street show that we watched, Elmo and Friends, yeah. were being were being evaluated. I think yeah. Right now, but I also wonder about rules and laws in terms of people being recorded. But it is like a private. Yeah, they def- can record. They're definitely recording you on site at Disney. Anyway, yeah, imagine yeah, the just sure. recordings everywhere. Yeah, we just don't see. I'm gonna say it's true. 
This is false. Dis oh. Disney is not adding body chimeras to characters, but okay. can you imagine if they did? I think yeah. people would get upset. I do think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking more. I was thinking of there was a video Justin and I had seen of what's his name? Is it Stefan? Who's that character? Urkel's character, Stefan. No, oh no, you're. It's not Stefan. <laughs> Who's the? You did go to Disney World. The guy, a female, came up to him. He's he's dressed as. I don't know this movie very well. Oh, Gaston. Gaston. You're talking about Gaston, where a woman came up and like touched his peck. Yeah. Inappropriately. Yeah, yeah, and then like still didn't get the hint, and he had to be like get really firm, <laughs> like change his body language and tone with her. And I was like wondering if maybe that was happening more. No, no, I, no. This is kind of plausible. This is once again mousetrap news, where they <laughs> they have these plausible <laughs> fake headlines. Like there's yeah <laughs> good reasons, but I think and it's Disney would they. People got upset when they put the facial recognition cameras at the entrances. Right. They piloted some of that in Disneyland and people got upset about it. Oh, but it was optional yeah. too. This sounds like it wouldn't be optional. Like if you hug a Winnie, That's you're gonna That's what I get. was thinking. I'm like, that. Yeah. But and then I'm like, who knows? Maybe, maybe people do want that. Maybe people could purchase like a video of <laughs> the them. Body the body cam footage. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> That'd be great. New photo pass <laughs> option includes body cam footage from your favorite characters. That's great. Wouldn't that be great? Like, yeah. what if, yeah, when we were in the lodge and you got to meet a country bear, but I forget yeah. his name. Yeah, Liverlips McGraw. Liverlips, you met Liverlips. You know, just, if there was body cam. <laughs> yeah, it would be like grainy fisheye lens and just seeing me squish up to it and then step away. Maybe step away, you could yeah. see. Yeah, I'd pay for that, sure. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you, Mousetrap. Um, yeah, check it out, mousetrapnews.com. All right, ready for the third headline? Yes. Don't get mousetrapped again, Autumn. <laughs> Black Panther Wakanda Forever celebration coming to Avengers Campus in DCA. A celebration? Do you read it one more time? Sure. Black Panther Wakanda Forever celebration coming to Avengers Campus in DCA. True. This is true. This is true. Yeah, the movie's coming out, right? This makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But I thought, well, actually, honestly, I thought it was going to be wrong. I thought I had, like, it's true, but it's not happening here. Yeah. <laughs> so they just did the premiere for this movie the other day. Two and, days ago. Rihanna uh, was there. Yeah? Did you hear about it? Like, the no, reactions? No, I just know Rihanna was there. Like, apparently, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Like, it was really warmly received, you know? Oh, that's good. I haven't heard anything. Hoping that it's going to be fabulous, and it seems like... I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be great. So yeah, what they're doing here at the DCA, November 11th through January 8th, and they're gonna have like some additional shows, they're gonna have some additional food. So one of the okay. one of these shows, uh, M'Baku, one of Wakanda's greatest warriors. So M'Baku was head of the, the Japari clan. You know, yeah. the one out in the mountains, they yes. are like against anti-vibranium. Yes. A vibranium, vibranium. They end up coming to help, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so M'Baku's gonna have like a, a thing. He's gonna have like a training thing going on. So you get to meet M'Baku and, and Oh. They'll, it'll be like a performance, basically. Is this, do we know like the length of time this is going to be happening for? Yeah, from November 11th to January 8th. Oh, so yeah, that's a, okay. They're adding the Black Panther Celebration Garden. So to honor the legacy of the Black Panther in Wakandan lore. Nice. Which is nice. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of emotions tied to this because just because Bozeman did pass and everyone loved this guy. And I think that character meant so much to so many people. So many people. So, I mean, so many people, so many people, current, future. I'm, I'm excited. Have there any, has there been any news about a Black Panther attraction in any other parks, Justin? I think maybe some rumors here and there, but nothing I remember I could recall off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how this ride goes. You know, I think the latest thing they talked about in DCA was the, they're doing a, um, oh my God, what's, what's his name from Avengers? The bad guy from Avengers, Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, this big, guy? Yeah, big dude, mean purple guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I yeah. can't, I'm bad with names. <laughs> These are all escaping me. But yeah, a ride for him, basically. Yeah. Oh, they were going to do a Quinjet right. thing, but now he's getting a ride. So we'll see oh, how that goes. Oh, okay. All right, that's all for Highly Suspect Headlines. Well done, Autumn. All right. Well done. Wakanda Forever, by the way, coming out November 11th, which for a lot of folks is a day off. So I'm just going to let you know. Cool. That you could go and see it, possibly, if you have that day off. I think we should go see it. Uh, yeah, I was going to do it the other day, scheduled tickets. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's we have the day off together. Oh, we do? Which is rare. Wow. We haven't had a day off together yet. Oh, shoot. Maybe a matinee. Cool. Yeah. All right. So that finishes up Highly Suspect Headlines. I think that's just about it, Autumn. I think we did all our segments. <laughs> dun, dun, no! 
we have our big finale segment. Our big finale segment. We got to hey, do. Hey, hey, hey. Easy tis it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so stick around and join us for that. All right, welcome back for our segment, Hey, Easy Diz It, mm. where we take a one-star review from the internet, such as TripAdvisor or Yelp, and we read it, and we try and combine some of the information in that review with some of the things we know about, you know, staying happy and healthy in the parks to make your next vacation maybe a little bit more successful. Yes. We want you to be writing a, a at least three-star review. That's, that's what we want. Right. All right, so this one is from Igor M, from Portugal actually. September 2022, they visited Universal Studios and the name of this is Terrible Experience. Customer service is out the window, y'all. Oh geez, in Portugal you said, so this is a fight. Yeah, this is someone who's come over. So, Horror Nights first night, so I'm going to complain. Back in 2014, when I came to Universal, I had such a blast. I felt like a truly organized, well-catered, well-managed experience. The express pass was a bliss, if you could afford it, which wasn't that expensive back then. All in all, the three times I visited between 2014 and 2016 were amazing. Wow, so, they had, so this they, is someone that goes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not a new person to the park. No, and they really enjoyed it. Yeah. Three times between 2014 and 2016, loved it. That's once a year. Okay. Right, yeah. After the pandemic, I've been there twice. So I think some things have changed since the pandemic and this person's not so excited about those changes. First time I was back, it was May. Yes, I've gained some weight since then and riding stuff became a major issue for me, but I went prepared. I knew it was gonna be a no-go for some of my favorites back in the day. Still, I choose to go thinking that I would still have a blast just to be in the park. Right. So this is something wow. that we should talk about, especially if you're really used to Disney World and now you're going to go to Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. The rides at Universal Studios are not as accessible as the rides at Disney World in terms of people of different body shapes. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really good point and something again, right? Where you don't always think about it, and that's the privilege because yeah, not everyone has to think about that. Yeah, and some people do, and so and it sounds like this person had some under right had. It maybe crossed their mind mm -hmm. that this could be a problem, mm -hmm. but that's still very different and really hard when you get to a place yes. with the reality of what that looks like. Exactly, that's a great point. You can be as prepared as you want for this, but it can, depending on how it's set up, and we'll talk about it here, this can be embarrassing. This can yeah. be straight up embarrassing. So I went to Universal Studio, not, I'm sorry, I went to Six Flags a Great Adventure, and I, I rode every roller coaster except for um, the the Batman the Ride, which is like one of the first inverted, one of the first inverted Bolger and Malabar roller coasters in the United States. And I've ridden it before, I was super excited about it. I get on the ride and the guy couldn't, he tried, he tried really hard. He couldn't get the restraints to come over my chest. It just, it didn't lock. So I, I had to get up and walk out. And luckily I got to walk out the exit. Right. But, but that's not always the case. So let's talk mm -hmm. about that here. So only if I knew, back in late May, Everything was so crowded, and being in the park alone was borderline unbearable. So they went alone. Oh. And listen, I get it. We're going to see crowds, and I'm not against crowds at all. But what I'm against is how poorly trained the staff is, how mismanaged and overwhelmed everybody seemed to be. While the big company is making some good bucks squeezing everybody in and charging you top dollar for the experience, even for a quick snack, if you're going to have to wait in line for 15 to 30 minutes, they're talking about for the snack. Oh, yeah. Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley were impossible. Wow. So I think that's something important here that, you know, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is very popular and this area can become very packed, mm. you know, especially if you go during a busy time of year. Mm. At Velocicoaster, single riders being left in the line for an unnecessary amount of time while trains took off with single seats not filled. Oh. This drives me nuts. I see yeah. this all the time. This in, at DCA in Coaster, I saw this. I was in the single rider line and they were letting the trains go with empty seats. What? Yeah, yeah. But like, why have a single rider line? This, right. That's bad park ops, yeah. Oh yeah, that is bad, yeah. Yep. The guests were raging. It was a poop show, pardon my French. I had two days left, decided to cut my trip to the park short and just relax at the Lowe's Pacific. Okay. All right, so, so far, 
some of the issues that this person has encountered. The accessibility of the rides, mm -hmm. the crowdedness of the parks, and yeah, lines basically. Lines that were probably could have been better managed so there yeah. weren't so long and they just weren't managed well. Yeah. So now we know this, right? We know that this can be an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some suggestions to get around that? You know, we're big proponents here of getting up early and getting to the parks early. Yeah. You, everyone, no one wants to wake up early on vacation. I get that. Right. But that's why waking up early on a theme park vacation is such a good idea. And you are going to, if you're going to Universal or Disney, you are going to like some of the most major theme parks in the world. I mm -hmm. think that's safe to say. This mm -hmm. isn't Six Flags or even Busch Gardens. You're going to the biggest theme parks that exist. Yeah. And so that's really, I think, an important thing. And you you can think about your own value. Is it not worth that to you? Are you still fine and going to have a good enough time going later? Yeah. Or are you someone that's like, you know what? No, it is worth it to me to take to get up early and do the things, especially the things that are more popular. Yeah. I haven't been to the Harry Potter world, but I imagine like that's something I might like want to take a day and just get up early and be one of the first people yeah. there. Absolutely. Especially and by the time it's getting crowded, be like done. Yes. <laughs> especially the wizarding world in both Islands of yeah. Adventure and Universal Studios. There's a portion that is Harry Potter. This is really busy, but it also <laughs> opens early. If you're yeah. staying on site, this opens early for you. Or if you buy your tickets, even if you're staying off site, if you buy your tickets through me or any other travel agent, but let's focus on me here. <laughs> if you buy your tickets through me, you don't have to stay on site. You can get in early to Harry Potter. A lot of people don't know this, yeah. but you get that benefit of staying on site. Even if you're staying off site, like I am, you know, I'm staying at the Rosen Inn, which is very affordable, very close to Universal. Right. I'm gonna be able to walk there basically. But if you buy your tickets through me or any other travel agent, you can take advantage of that early entry to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. So do that. Do that, do that. And maybe just, it's just one day, just so you get to experience this without it being super crowded. Yeah, know? yeah, and if you wanna go again, cool. But, because I get that, and I'll, I'll share personally, that's one of my issues with the theme parks and even Disney and Universal when they talk about you know, how themed and magical it is, that for me, it's still very hard to feel that way, particularly in like even Magic Kingdom. Yeah when it is literally, you can be like wall-to-wall -wall people. Yeah. And some people I think are more sensitive to that kind of taking them out of it. I think I just happen to be more sensitive to it. So I get that. And again, I would say go as early as you can. Again, I haven't been to Universal, but when I've rope dropped at Disney, that is a very different Disney early in the morning than it is later in the day. Yeah. It feel, it does, it feels different. It changes how I felt in the park. So definitely consider that. You know, in regards to the rides and your size, unfortunately, we have a very shaming, you know, American culture very much shame any larger. Yeah. So we might we really, might come right? into this situation with some some baggage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because there and aren't it, people like shaming you on the ride. No one's there making no, fun of well, you. But well, it, it feels yeah. when you I can tell you for when you take that walk of shame, as they'll say later, it can feel terrible so yeah that that is and and i'm sure i mean not to like dismiss that i'm sure there are people that um might not be so kind right yeah, or stare yeah, or true. like that's you know true. people are mean people can be people so can be say, mean. i don't people aren't mean no people can be mean. mean some people can be mean. yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah no i don't i don't inherit i'm not someone all that inherently thinks people are. but i just think this is important if you're the person walking away from this roller coaster yes. your mind i'll just say me myself is going to be everybody's having these thoughts about me. But the reality is most people sure. are not noticing it. Absolutely. It doesn't feel that way. Right. But I think it'd be helpful to remember that while we think we're the center of attention, we often are not. And, you know, people might not, like 90% of the people might not even have noticed this terrible walk of shame that I'm oh, feeling. Yeah, for But sure. let me talk about exactly how it happened for them. Okay. So me and my partner left miserable. You know the mummy? The walk of shame, if you don't fit on that ride, is literally the worst. Oh. You have to walk back through exactly the same line you were waiting in with all those people looking at you. Oh. So there isn't like a more convenient exit. Is that an exit. exit line? Yeah, because the, 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 um, the entrance and the exit to that ride are separate. So apparently they make yes. you walk through the, but that doesn't that's make terrible. Sense. You should have, you need at least two lines that feels like for safety. Every ride in Disney has an entrance and an exit. They need to do something about this. This I've, isn't right. There should be another way, even if it's taking people through backstage, whatever, that you shouldn't make them walk through the line. You, yeah. yeah. 
So I'm, I'm with the person here. That's that's not right. Mm. Now, do peop, the people in the line were not thinking about this as much as the person who was experiencing it. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, people were yeah. just like, oh, they didn't go on it. Or maybe they thought, yeah, they're too big. You know, like right. that sucks. Right. Yeah, let me say this, Autumn, and help me out here. The ridicule that you're feeling is not real in this moment. Like your thoughts here, this is, I think, when we, we talk about diffusion, when we talk about separating ourselves from our thoughts. Mm -hmm. I think the ridicule that I'm feeling in this moment that everyone has for me is not a reality. Is that wrong? No, that's not incorrect. That's that's challenging the right the negative thoughts and assumptions that we have that other people have. And absolutely right. I say this often. You say it to me we, often. I say it to you often. Like Justin, nobody is paying as much attention to you as you think, which yeah. is true. Because whole on a whole, yes, like people are unaware. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, the other point I was making is not to dismiss folks that experience that kind of pain and you know and being dismissed and just like. They don't feel like they belong because right. they don't in the sense that things weren't built or designed for them. 100%. And, and that is real. Yes. Um, and it's and, and, and just as important. And so that's that's the that's the part. I no, want. I'm glad you said that because I, I, I agree with that 100 percent, too. You know, I, I think that in terms of fairness, in terms of, you know, equity, like we can do more to make things more accessible for more people, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. And I, I really feel bad that this person who, you know, again, you're just going to have a great time and you have all this history of positive experiences, it, you know, had to feel this way. Yeah. And if you're like me, if you're someone who has, you know, maybe a touch of the social anxiety and mixed with everything else that's going on up there, these thoughts can ruin your day. They can ruin your moment and they can ruin your day. And the diffusion techniques that we've talked about in previous shows, we'll just recap it really quick here, is, is kind of making those thoughts, which can be really hurtful and harmful, less impactful. Mm -hmm. So here, when I'm you know leaving the Batman the ride, I, I wasn't able to get on it. Some of the thoughts that might be hurting me are, everyone's looking at me, I'm fat. Everyone, right. you know, everyone's laughing. I'm fat, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so, something like that. And that hurts. And one way we can make that less hurtful is by repeating it over and over again, ad nauseum. Mm -hmm. Now, if I were to say those words, everyone's looking at me, I'm fat 20 times while I'm exiting the ride, maybe under my breath so I don't look insane as well. But I'm telling you, by the time I get to the end of it, those words are so much, they're meaningless. And with when the words become meaningless, the, the feelings can go with it. it. may sound wacky, but give it a shot. When you have thoughts that are really getting in your head and ruining your day, yeah. repeat them over and over again until they become meaningless. And, and it can be helpful. It's a strategy. It's a strategy. All right, anything else on this review? Everything felt like it was put together in a rush. You couldn't even grab a drink without having to put yourself under a 20 minute line, more about the lines. Mm -hmm. They charge you for everything you possibly can. So some things at Universal you do have to pay for that you don't have to pay for at Disney. Oh, like? Locker rentals. So there are free locker rentals at rides, but they're very small, like enough to fit a cell phone. If you have a bag, you're gonna have to pay for a locker rental and you cannot bring bags on rides at Universal Studios. No, no. no, some rides you can, but most of them, like the roller coasters, you yeah. can Like in most Disney rides, you can bring a bag on. They're not doing anything crazy. I think just about all of them, really, yeah. yeah. The, like for example, Velocicoaster, you actually have to go through a metal detector because they do not want phones or keys on this ride. Because of the, the way it hangs you upside down, things will fall out of your pocket and it actually crosses a path. So it's for the safety of everybody. You know, you don't <laughs> right. want your keys dropping on someone else's head. Right, right. Same thing at Six Flags. They do that a lot. Like King Daka, they, they pat you down before getting on King Daka to make mm -hmm. sure there's nothing in your, your pockets. So be prepared for that if you're going to Universal, that either don't bring a bag or be prepared you're going to have to shell out some money for lockers. Mm, is there like a locker patch you can get so you don't have to pay cash every time? I'm not sure. Ride, there probably is. Like you purchase a locker and you can use it at different locations. Yeah. Yeah. There probably is. I'll have to look into that. At the front of each of Universal's theme parks, you will find lockers available to rent for the entire day, which you may open as many times as you'd like. There are two sizes of lockers available here, the large ones start at $12 per day, while the family size starts at $15. Lockers located at the attractions are complimentary when their use is obligatory. Going over a time limit or requiring a larger locker will incur an additional fee. 
There is no pay one price pass to access different lockers throughout the day. While Universal can be cheaper, they do charge for things that Disney does not. Another example, mm -hmm. even if you're staying at the Universal Resort, you pay for parking at the resort, you'll also have to pay when you get to the theme park if you're driving. I'd recommend not driving, oh, but yeah. It's not connected, like yeah. the pay. Oh, Whereas Disney, if you stay on site, you pay at the resort, you don't have to pay at the park. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Good to know. So you want to recap this one for us, Autumn? What this this review was a bit all over the place. Yeah, but. there there was a lot of different things. I think that this person talked about. It seemed like mainly the points where this was a person that didn't go for the first time. They know the parks, really enjoyed it, and the last few times it had some experiences and had to endure some you know some body shaming or fat shaming in regards to you know, not being able to get on some of the rides and also talked a lot about it sounded like, I know the person mentioned going during COVID, like there was just some operational things that weren't functioning, which really aren't, you know, of course aren't the fault of of you or anything you could do. There's nothing we could tell you to do that would change that. It just also sounded like maybe because of the time frame you went in, there were there was kind of some, I don't know, what's the, I forgot the word that this person used, but just kind of like disconnected, like yeah. things weren't running as smoothly oh. as they have in the past. And yeah. I always think that that's, you know, certainly a good thing to keep in mind. I think certainly just considering that some operational things at times might slow you down, like just keeping that in the back of your head. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I would just highlight from what we discussed is especially if you're a person with with you know a touch of this social anxiety mm -hmm. you know if hopefully you have a therapist you know i have a therapist it's good to have a therapist especially if you have some of these issues maybe talking with them about some of these thoughts and, and how hurtful they can be and your therapist might have some additional strategies for you on how you can separate your experience from some of the thoughts you have mm -hmm. because while yes the world can be fat shaming yes the world can lack accessibility how we experience and interpret the world we have some responsibility in that. We yeah. can make things better for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, think about think about those those things. And I hope that we shared some tips that can be helpful regardless of, of where you go, right? Yeah. If you encounter these issues, which you probably will. Somewhere. Right. <laughs> I know I will. I've definitely put on some pounds. I'm as heavy as, <laughs> as I've been. And I'm a little nervous about this. I'm 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 as heavy as I've been in a long time. And I'm going to Universal Studios next week. And there's some rides there that I really want to ride. Velocicoaster, are super excited oh, about this. Right, but from what I've heard, people with thick thighs have a hard time on Velocicoaster. Well, and I have thick thighs, babe. You don't have thick thighs. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But this is funny. Is there, a, like, I don't know. I guess how would someone find this out? Because I'm also imagining yeah. that you, this person traveled from Portugal. So, Most people travel far. Like, I want to have an idea of how many rides, would be nice. rides I can go yeah, on. Yeah, if they could give you, like, dimensions or something. They don't give you Wait. exact dimensions, but there are test vehicles outside of the rides. What this person said, though, is oh. they passed the test vehicle. They got the green light on the test vehicle, but they couldn't get on the actual ride. So that's really right. unfortunate. No, that oh. happens. Like, the Batman ride, for example, I went on Reddit, and different seats in that car you'll have different uh, results with it you know it's just how some of the restraints work you know the looseness of the fitting whatever you know so there are check out the ride vehicles at the beginning of the show that'll give you some base idea but that might it's not foolproof it's not foolproof. at the beginning of the ride i didn't realize yeah. i don't think i've maybe i just haven't noticed them yeah a lot of parks have them a lot of parks have them hmm okay so there that's something to think about and also like justin said maybe just getting on some forums like i know for disney yeah. universal there's a lot yeah. where you could kind of maybe share whatever you feel comfortable and just kind of put it out there and other people might be able to give you some tips on absolutely absolutely what they've been able to write or not all right well that that finishes up hey, hey, hey. easy does it easy does it thanks bye